0: Hi there, welcome to the Good Life Community Church podcast. It's so good to have you join us for a new year, 2024. We're kicking it off, looking at the book of James through the month of January. I hope you enjoy. Uh, Great to be here this morning. It's exciting. Um, I'm just going to start by praying. Lord, we give you thanks that we can come here this morning. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Uh, We pray that you'll speak through all of us today, that you know what's in our hearts you know what we need to hear and what messages we need in our life. And we pray, Lord, that you would just speak through me, uh, that we might be able to learn more from you, be encouraged and be built up and strengthened in our relationship with you. Amen. So, James 3, chapter 3, uh, talks about the taming of the tongue. So the traditional understanding, you know, when you have to preach on a well-known passage and you're kind of like, okay... I've heard this been preached on a million times before, what am I going to say? So the traditional understanding of this passage is really getting to fully understand the power the tongue has. That a small part of our body, the tongue, but it has an amazing influence and it can do a lot of good, but it can also do a lot of damage. So I've got a couple of uh, photos up here this morning, just to influence or to show. They are kind of charming. So you can see both the bitten bridle, which is spoken about in the passage, uh, which i um, I will read for you for all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes in speaking is perfect. Able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. If we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships. Even though they are also large that it takes a strong wind to drive them, yet they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member yet it boasts of great exploits." So the reason why I put those photos there, even though they're a little bit corny, um, you can see the size of the rudder compared to the size of the ship. That's the point of that picture. The smallest part of, that, of the ship um, in that sense, but it, without it, that ship won't be able to have direction. Um, and the smallest thing on that ship actually guides and is extremely important. Same with a horse. I don't know if you've ever ridden horses, but riding a horse without a bridle um, It's very difficult. I was at West for a while. I tried helping. I used to offer to the the farmers that I'd come and help them, so I offered one day, and I like riding motorbikes, uh, but he said, we muster all of our cattle on horseback. So I tried horseback riding. Um, I got bucked off after about half an hour and haven't done it ever since then. But trying it without a bridle is very difficult. So that emphasises to us um, the incredible power that the tongue has. I'm sure each one of us right now, you can close your eyes and you can reflect and something will come to your mind straight away of when someone had said something really hurtful to you. Because the power of the tongue sticks with you forever. And it might have been something said to you years ago. And it might have been something that someone said that they didn't even mean to be hurtful. But you heard those words in your ears and they just stuck there like glue. And those words might actually affect you for the rest of your life. And sometimes they haunt you, and that is the incredible power of the tongue. The same way, though, you might remember words that were spoken to you in love, in wisdom, and in truth, that you replay those words every time you're in a difficult situation. And without those words, sometimes you may not even get through those times. So the power of the tongue is very important. I want to take a slightly different approach this morning around where do we start when it comes to this. So the whole point of the analogy James gives about the bridle and the rudder, is that, and it talks about those who was perfect. If you can tame your tongue, then you've conquered every other aspect of your life. Every other aspect of your body is tamed because you've tamed the tongue. And I want to take a slightly different approach about where we start with that. And I want to talk about the tongue, which is the internal voice that we have. Now, I know you might might think that I'm crazy that I hear voices in my head, I um, will guarantee you I'm not. I'm married to a psychologist um, who just got accredited a couple of weeks ago, so she is now a full psychologist. <laughs> but when she first started studying psychology, we were ministering together in a church, and she kept on telling people that she was studying psychology because she wanted to help me. <laughs> now, she meant help me in ministry, but they read that a very different way. She has helped me a lot in in, in that way. So I'm just going to play a a short video clip this morning. Um, There's a warning on this. Um, I don't think I've heard this song once without crying myself. So there's a warning there. It's very emotive, um, but I think it will help us to really get to the heart of what it means for us to speak truthful words to ourselves um, and the power that that has. Hi there. Unfortunately, we can't play this song due to copyright reasons, um, but you can check it out. It's called Truth Be Told by Matthew West, or you can find the link in the description. Really powerful song about how we speak to ourselves, and certainly for me, when I first heard that song, it really convicted me of um, the truth or the lies that I tell myself. Um, And so the power of the tongue in how we speak to ourselves, and what does that mean? I thought... Um, when you preach, you've always got to lead by example. So I thought, uh, talking about telling the truth, I thought I'd share something with you that um, not many people would know, uh, but it's something that bothers me. Um, I don't know how this happened. It seemed to have changed. Um, I don't remember this always being an issue in my life. It seems to have changed only in the last maybe five or six years. Um, But I was going to get a new pair of shoes. And I thought to myself, I really want a nice new pair of Nikes. That was just... I wanted them, I didn't know which ones I wanted, I just wanted a Nike. So I go to the shoe shop and I get fitted out and the guy sizes up my shoe and he says, I'm really sorry but you can't get a pair of Nikes today because we don't have your size in men's. He said, but we can go over to the kids section um, and we can see if they've got any over there. So now, every time I go to get shoes, I walk in. Helen and I got new shoes this week. We walk into Rebel Sport, and the guy sees Helen, yep, new shoes, and she says, oh, he's got to go and look in the kids' section, which she takes great pleasure in. But it really bothered me for a while, and it's a, there's, a, there's a real raw truth that I have. But then I realised that kids' shoes are actually about $100 a pair cheaper than adult shoes, <laughs> So I'm actually winning the fact that I now get to go and shop in the kids section. But that's a little bit of truth about me you probably didn't know. Maybe you didn't want to know, but uh, but it, it's, uh, it's, it's a truth anyway. So talking about the power of the truth that we tell ourselves. How many times do we say things or we that internal voice in our head uh, that really affects us? And... The absence. So the, the issue we often have is those negative thoughts. But the answer to those negative thoughts isn't silence. It's understanding uh, the godly truth that we have in our life. Uh, when the kids were little, when Tim was uh, little playing soccer, they had this thing called Silent Saturday. And if you ask on that Saturday, it drove. I got so angry and frustrated. Because I had this thing called Silent Saturday where you come to watch the soccer game and all the parents and the coach, everyone's told, no one is allowed to say a word. Silent Saturday. Now, if you've ever been watching me with my kids playing soccer, I'm that parent on the sideline who's always yelling. So I was told, Silent Saturday, I've got to go and stand there and watch and say nothing. But you could see these kids, they scored a goal and everyone's standing there silent. So he scores a goal and he turns around to his parents waiting for this clap or accolade and everyone's just standing there silent. And I thought to myself, this is not the answer. Yes, some parents get carried away and they say things that are putting too much pressure on their kids. But the answer to negative speech isn't silence. It's understanding the truth and positivity in our life. Um, We'll go on to the next slide. Wisdom from above is where the passage then takes us to. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And the harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now this is understanding James, the depths of James's wisdom. And his wisdom, I think he's talking about the authenticity we have in our life. That if we're not being honest with ourselves, as that song says, let the truth be told, if we can't be honest with ourselves first, then how can we help others and how do we live a life that's authentic? My encouragement to you, because there is power in the tongue, there's power in the spoken word. And as Mike said today, as we read from the Bible, Evan reads at different paces Everyone puts inflections on different words. We speak the the word of God differently. But my challenge or encouragement to you today, as you go about your life, is to find some alone time, find some space, and just take some time to be honest with God, but do it this time verbally. So take some time when no one else is around and actually speak the truth about your life to God. Because as the song was talking about, God already knows everything about us, and yet we often live our life in a way where we try to hide those things and almost kind of pretend that he doesn't know. But if we're not being honest with God, then he can't actually help us with those things that we need help with. And so there is incredible power in that spoken word, the power of the tongue. As an army chaplain, um, a lot of the work that I do, are soldier's coming to me when they're having a really bad day. And they'll come to my office, and they'll tell me a story. I just say to them, tell me a story. And they start telling me whatever it is that's going on in their life. And I listen, and I nod wisely, pretend that I'm James from the Bible, and nod wisely. And often I don't say much. And after about half an hour, I can tell that soldier looks completely different. And they stand up and they say, thank you, Padre, so much, you've helped me so much. And I say, that's all right, I'm here all week. But, It's the power of them speaking what's going on in their life. That, just that very fact of them speaking the issues that they've got, whatever they're struggling with, there is incredible power in that. And I challenge each one of you today to take some time away from everyone else and actually verbally speak that thing in your life that you've been afraid of. That thing in your life that you know is there, you know you need help with, but you've been afraid to actually admit it. Because when we verbally speak it, we are admitting that it's true and it's present in our life. And that's the first step that it takes in allowing Jesus to come in and really help us with that thing that we've been struggling with, to be truth, true and honest with God. Um, Helen and I have been listening to a podcast that she started listening to, we've been listening to together, um, called The Unconventional Therapists. Um, and they talk about this concept of two hands, that each... We all have two hands, but there's this analogy he talks about where um, two hands, one hand is what we're showing the world, and the other hand who is who we really are. And the closer those hands are together, the more authentic that we are. So one hand is what we show the world, the other hand here is the hand of who we really are. Um, and the closer they are, the more authentic that they are. I find that when we live authentic lives... It's in that moment that we reveal Jesus to those around us. Uh, we talk about the power of the spoken word. Um, if you're interested at the moment, uh, I encourage you to, to look it up. So there was an officer friend of mine at work who went through some hard times, some medical issues, in hospital, um, and he went, got into some pretty bad depression, and he re-found the love of reading books and realised that by reading, um, it was helping his mental health and it got him through it. So he started his own uh, charity foundation called Brothers in Books. He now goes through the army setting up mini libraries in different um, uh, units, and he's now expanded to police and fireys, so he's setting up mini libraries to help people read books for their mental health. But at the moment, he's doing a fundraiser, which is he's trying a Guinness Records attempt, and it's reading out loud continuously for six days straight. So he's not sleeping. Every hour he reads out loud, the Guinness Records rules tell him he earns a five-minute break. Now, as a fundraiser, how he was making money was, if you donated money, you got to suggest what book he could read. So I was one of the first ones that jumped on. I donated money, and I suggested that he read the Bible. So if you go onto YouTube, at about one o'clock last night, he started reading the Bible out loud and read it straight for six hours. Uh, it was funny, though, because he got interviewed by B-105 uh, two days ago, and the guy, the, the DJ was interviewing him and said, okay, so the idea is that people donate money, they can suggest a book, and he said, I don't want to, you know, encourage this, but have you been stitched up by anyone yet? And he said, well, funny you should say that. He said, I'm not a religious man, but I have a friend who's a chaplain who donated money, and now he's making me read the Bible. <laughs> So if you care to listen to that, but it was interesting because the comments that were on this uh, YouTube thread were people saying, oh, this is great. I don't have to go to church today now. I can just listen to you read the Bible. But there is incredible power uh, in the spoken word. I would uh, remind us all the power of that internal voice that we have, that, the tongue that we have in our head that we hear when we, we speak to ourselves in our internal thoughts. Can I encourage you to be kind with yourself, just take the pressure off. As the new year starts, um, be kind with yourself, but also be truthful. Speak truth to yourself, because I find that when I have those moments where I really are honest and be truthful with myself first of all, that helps me to speak truth and honesty to other people with the words that I say to them. Be kind to yourself with that internal voice. And I want to just take this analogy that these guys talked about with their hands a little step further. I don't think it's a coincidence, even though they probably don't know this, but how can we have our hands the closest together? Our hands are the closest together when we're in prayer. So two hands, one hand represents who we show the world, the other hand represents who we really are, and the closer they are is when we're authentic. And I would argue that when our hands are put together in prayer, that is when we are the most true and authentic version of ourselves. James talks about this idea of the power of the tongue and of wisdom. Can I encourage you to think about the power that your tongue has, the words that you speak? Are you using this tongue for wisdom? The passage says, I can speak both curse and blessing. Can I encourage you to choose to use your tongue to speak blessings? Use your tongue to speak words of encouragement that might live and long, long live along in someone's life and have a lasting impact on the way that they act and do. And I pray that each one of us today will be kind to ourselves with our inter- eternal internal tongue and that we might spend our lives speaking words of wisdom over others that may, they might know the true nature of God, that we might live authentic lives that reveal the love that Jesus has for us, um, that others might be inspired by the life that we live. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Good Life Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on socials and we'll see you next week.